This is Brandon Keenan, and you're on Thinking Outside the Long Box. When they said the long Halloween, they sure weren't fucking around. It's Thinking Outside the Long Box. The movie's pretty, pretty long, three hours. <laughs> three and a half hours. For a cartoon movie, it is long. T- to be fair, it's it's two movies. Yeah, but <laughs> to be fair, they just didn't want a three-hour-long movie. <laughs> that's my only. I don't even know if that's a gripe because I like it the whole thing, but it was a bit long. Okay, so hello everybody. Uh, we are talking about just part one of Batman: The Long Halloween. Um, I am on the comic book series for some reason, but The Long Halloween is a 2021 American two-part animated direct-to-video superhero film produced by Warner Brothers Animation and DC Entertainment based on the DC comic storyline of the same name. It's the 42nd film of the DC Universe animated original movie, so I had no fucking idea about that. Uh, I knew there was a lot. I didn't know it was 42. <laughs> the film was directed by Chris Palmer and stars the voices of Jensen Ackles, Naya Rivera, Josh Duhamel, Billy Burke, Titus Welliver, David Dostmalchian, Troy Baker, Amy Landiger, Julie Nathanson, Jack Quaid, Fred Tatasior, and Alistair Duncan. The film was dedicated to Rivera as it was her final film role between before her death in 2020. Um, part one released Jan- June 27th, 2021. Damn. People die during this shit. So I had no idea this was a comic book. You kept, uh, so is it the same story essentially? Essentially. They have, there's little differences, but, um, yeah, it's, it's a series of comics. I don't know exactly. I remember eight or, I mean, there isn't even 12. I don't think there's 12, but, um, yeah, it's part of the Batman line. So hold on, I wanted to Google how many comics it was. 13 issues. Oh, shit. I didn't think it was that many, but um, I read them the first time all at once, because I, I think I have, not I think I have, I have the noir, like, hardcover version of it, which is just like a black and with no color. They do a bunch of them. Those for are the expensive, aren't runs. they? They're like 25 bucks. Oh, that's cheap. I thought they were like 60 or 70. No, they might be like... When they come out, I don't know, but they're, you can always find them on eBay, like still sealed for like 30 bucks. Oh, wow. Oh. Like all of them. So I have all of them. It's like all the major Batman stories done just with the pen ink, the pen, the pen and ink, but they look really cool that way. But yeah, I think I read this story probably like five years, whenever it came out in the Noir, because I used to be buying those when they came out. But yeah, it's really good at that. Like, I think that this bold statement, the combined movies, not the just the first part I think are the best Batman movies since Dark Knight Returns wow I think it's much better than the new Batman movie <laughs> and oh, they tackle some of the same elements like they do the love story between him and Catwoman way better it's like compelling during this they're like back and forth and the new Batman like it's not <laughs> and it's a side note <laughs> I think shit like this you can get away with so much more in animation for some reason. I don't know why. But I think certain stuff comes across sillier though too. Like I think like romance can come across super silly in the animation side if it's not done like seriously. Right. Like it didn't feel weird or corny at all in this movie. 
Like it felt very, and this movie felt very much like he was learning how to be Batman. Which yes, that I don't remember if that's in the comics. I'd have to go back and read them. He didn't. He he even mentions in the first one like he has to be a detective, which is kind of weird. I was like, you're fucking. That's weird to me. Like that's that's cool. Maybe you're early in your Batman life, but uh, I I just thought that kind of, that sentence was pretty cool. Yeah, like that's that's where I felt like they. The stuff they did right in this movie was like, this movie feels like a young Batman that's kind of just punching things right now, and he's right. like, he's like, I got to be better than that. Like every time that he thinks he's closing in on the bad guy, he realizes he's failing people because he's missing things, and it's like driving him to constantly be like, I got to do better than what I just did. Right. Until at the end, you know, he like finally makes the breakthrough, but that's in the next one. But um, so yeah, I think literally, I think this movie was. Just does what the movie movie meant to do. The last one just a thousand <laughs> times better, and the story is just a better story. Like Calendar Man is a Calendar. super the guy they go talk to all the yep. time. Yep. Or no, he's a Holiday Man or whatever. And the Calendar Man's the guy who kills people. No, Holiday is the killer. Holiday is the killer. Yes. Yeah, Calendar is the guy Calendar in jail. Is the guy you get like a very like Silence of the Lambs style thing. Um. Like I was telling Juan earlier, like every shot that they do seems like intentional and like even though it's a cartoon, like it's very cinematically like drawn. The backgrounds look amazing all the time. They kind of did like a weird like still background, like you can tell it's like hand animated but like computer moved as far as the characters go. It's a different style of animation, but it's not it's not so jarring that it like takes you out of it. It's just different, but it looks cool, I think. So. so the first film is all about Holiday, um, which ends up being a serial killer who only kills certain people on major holidays. Um, he doesn't attack anybody else at any other time, and it's about Batman and Harvey Dent and Commissioner Gordon trying to figure out who this person is. Um we we get to learn a little bit more about Harvey Dent and his wife. Um, like you said, this this starts the the romance between Selena Kyle and and uh, Batman, um, and they have a lot of kind of playful moments where Bat- she always comes to Batman's fucking rescue, and he's always like, "You stop that! You didn't have to do that." And so, but it's the linchpin through the whole movie is them trying to figure out who this bat who this killer is. Yeah. Um, it, it I think it relies less on as as we get to the second one. The second one throws like every villain at you that it can. Um, I like this one because it doesn't do that as much. You get the Joker towards the end of the movie, um, which I, mean, I it still have the same amount. I just think it feels like more because they fight him a couple times. It more. could be. It could be. But um, I think you got the same amount because you get Solomon Grundy in the first one. You get, but he doesn't really do anything. That's what I'm saying. Is yeah. they're there, but like they're just not necessarily like fighting, right? Them as much. Whereas like the second one starts out with them kind of doing that. But yeah, I don't know. I just thought this movie. I don't know how you could do a much better animated movie than this. Like it felt like a solid story. It felt like a coming of age for like for Batman, like growing up a little bit and like being responsible for certain things. And it felt like you really got to know why he gives a shit about Gotham, that like he's like a part of like every part of Gotham. Like, you know, the bad parts, the good parts. Right. The, like these criminals aren't just criminals. Some of them are his friends. Some right. of them are people he's protecting in his own way, keeping them out from doing certain things, you know. So it's 
I don't think he, I don't think I've ever gotten that feeling through any other Batman, and I have felt like the comics are more towards that niche where he's just like a part of that city, like and that's who he is, and like you don't get that in the movie so much. Um, I think the Peter Nolan three you did a little bit, but it's so much easier to tell in an animation. I don't know why. I I don't know why, but it you you. There's so much thought to, like you said, to a lot of what happens. Like Harvey Dent and his wife, their strained relationship, you get, they talk about it small amounts through the whole movie, and you feel yeah. their strain as you kind of watch the movie. Um, I, we talked about it a little bit as we were talking earlier today that they, they trick you. Like, I think it's two or three times with Harvey, whether he's going to be two faced at this point or not yet. <laughs> so yeah. it's, 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 they do a great job of setting you up for those storylines and setting you up for the times where you're like, I think it is that fucking mobster's son who's trying to get revenge yeah. on his dad because his dad's a piece of shit to him. And then it ends up not being him. And so I, I think they do a good job of allowing you to be in Batman's shoes a lot of the times trying to kind of figure out the puzzle with him. Um, I, I don't know. I, I, I agree with you. I, I don't... I, I like all of the... I like the the, the vampire uh, Batman. What the fuck was his name? Um, I can't remember his real name. I like the last Batman. Um, personally, I liked this as a cartoon. I thought it was really cool. My son was like, oh, shit, that's Harvey Dent. We get the origin of Two-Face. And I was like, how the fuck do you know that? Like, it's just cool that... Not like, to mention we got to see it done in a way that, like, it connected every character in the movie. Like, you get to see, like, Harvey's coin, like, how, like, right. where it comes from, the fact that it was Bruce's first. Yes, yep. The fact that it was Falcone's before that. And it's, like, circling through all these characters. Like, you want, you get... I don't know. You get like I feel like they developed every character in the movie, which is hard to do. Like yeah. I feel like they developed Solomon Grundy's character in the movie. Like they developed <laughs> the only one that they just kind of came out with is like Poison Ivy and Scarecrow, and that little leprechaun dude. Who I don't. <laughs> I know who that is, but I don't know. Who I don't remember his name. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Like I just felt like it did a lot better job than a lot of movies do at telling a good story. And they clearly put thought into, like, every visual aspect of it. And I think audio aspect of it as well. But uh, I don't have anything bad to say about it. So so I, I told you earlier, the the one thing, and I don't know that it's bad. The one thing that I felt really weird about was was the audio. Um, because they it seemed like they had intentionally taken the life out of the audio. Like when you're if if we if me and you went to go film uh, even on my phone in the streets of Gotham, the streets of yeah, New York, street you're gonna hear cars, you're gonna hear horns and buses and things like that. But in the movie, there were literal times where the where Harvey and and Commissioner were staring at something, and there was silence. And I thought maybe like my shit had frozen or something. And so I was I I just it was it was jarring because it it was like I don't know what's going on. Like sure. it's it's weird. It was a weird choice. But you have to make that you that has to be a a, a decision you think about to put complete silence into these moments that seem. Odd to me. When I tell you things like the weird like shot of like seeing Gordon walk next to Batman and Batman looks like Gordon's shadow and it's just kind of like you got 
their little thing that they their bet or not their bet but their wager they made at the top of the building too like comes into play and all that when you see things like that i can't believe like you said that there's that blank audio is for not for on purpose right like <clears throat> there's no way you thought about all these visual elements and like didn't think about the sound <laughs> um i liked it personally like the kind of dead air the tone that you get like it just draws you in to everything about the the movie like i said i can't i'm trying besides it being a little too long like and i don't even know what parts you cut out to make it not that long so it's not even like a bad thing to me it's just like it is a little long and again you're talking about you're talking about two movies so realistically it's uh, it's a it's one movie. It's an hour and a half of one movie that yeah. doesn't end. You have to watch the second movie yeah, to it's get very, your ending. Yeah, it's not like it's not like it has an ending point and a, then a fresh beginning point. Like it's very much this was probably too long to air in one <laughs> shot, so we cut it here. But like, I can't think of a bad part about the movie so <laughs> like, that I disliked. Really, like <laughs> part one has a hundred percent critic score. I'm not shocked by that at and all. And it's got an 89% audience score. The critic score, I mean, a hundred's like pretty high, but like I had a feeling the critic score would be like through the roof on this one, like in the 90s. Uh, I'm a little shocked by the audience score. The 89%? I mean, I think it's that good, but I didn't think like the mass public would. <laughs> because I don't get it. Because like that many people like the old Bat, the other Batman movie too. And the other Batman movie. Is like a husk of this. They're separated, bro. They're different. They're almost telling the same stories. <laughs> like you're telling like a very a story of a very cryptic killer, like the beginning of Batman's like origins, like when he first becomes Batman and his love affair with like Selena Kyle. Like it's legitimately two different things, but it's the same arcing story. Like, <laughs> and one did a way better job. I, I think did. even if you like the new Batman, I think if you go watch this animated movie, you'll like it more, if you see what I'm saying. So the only... Oh, there's two of them. In four pages that I just have scrolled through, there are two... One is a one-and-a-half-star review. It says, spoiler alert, you can't make the main villain a 200-pound man whenever he's wearing a mask, one capable, overpowering Batman, and then big reveal him to be an 80-pound woman with no combat training and no turn to the whole thing into a farce. So th- that's a little bit of a spoiler into the second uh, uh, movie as well. The Roman would have just forced a marriage between the baby before the baby was born. The whole story is dumb and the rogues gallery seemed shoehorned in. And then the one, the half star review says bad, everything, animation, acting, writing, directing, everything just awful. And that's just the first five minutes. I, see, it's people like that, that I can't be like, do you not really know that like you don't represent the norm? <laughs> he doesn't. I mean, it, it's an eighty nine percent. Half a star doesn't represent the norm at all. But I mean, like when you're that irate about stuff, I mean, like, like it's like me. Like I feel that irate about the new Batman movie, but I know enough that like not enough people see it that way that I would never feel like my perception of it needs to be like in a written form, <laughs> like bring it down because I. It's not helping anyone. You know what I mean? Like, and it's, I'm going to leave a review. It would solely be for the purpose of like someone potentially finding like, you know, like good a ma- benefit. Like, yeah, benefit. Like, or else why the fuck am I doing it? Like, I know nobody's going to hate it as much as I hate it. Like, very few people. Well, I, and that's the thing. Like, you uh, of a thousand or however many reviews are here, 
If you're the lone half a star, I might read it because I think it's funny, but I'm not going to yeah. take your review seriously. Like, it, it's not, that's it, not, I don't give a fuck that you reviewed it bad. The animation and the acting are not bad. They're Usually not. Usually that makes me think that, like, it's better. <laughs> because if there's one guy shitting on it, I know that, I know those one guy people. Like, that's Gabe. Like, I know Gabe just hates it because Tom Cruise is in it. So it's like everything that he said is probably the opposite. Like, he's probably just viewing it through the eyes of, like, I just hate Tom Cruise. It's like, okay, we get it. Like, but that doesn't mean Top Gun 2 isn't sick. I think the acting is fine. I think that the, Dude, it's, it was good. it's so. It, it's, the it's, Joker was good as fuck. The Joker was fun. And see, so the main through the whole line, all your three main men, Harvey, Commissioner, and, and uh, Bruce, are all very stoic. They talk very seriously and very slow. And so the, the break when you get the Joker and he's laughing and being crazy and fucking yeah. making outlandish comments is really good because it brings more life to the movie. And so he, I, I, did, I wholeheartedly disagree that the acting is bad. I think it, it is what it is yeah. in a gloomy kind of Gotham-y way. And then the Joker brings that people, to life better. Yeah, like everyone disagrees with that dude. It's just like feel like it's like putting yourself on an island for no reason. It's like you're just wrong, bro. Like you, you just you just hate it for some reason. Like so a lot of the times, I do hate that you have to watch two movies in order to finish one whole story. I didn't feel that way at the end of this movie. Unless the movies are really, really good. I felt like I wanted to watch the next right. one. Right. That's the. That's the different part of like, whereas we just talked about Shield, where it's going to the point of like, well, like maybe it's going to get to where I want it to go next episode. Whereas this was like, this is already where I fucking want it to be. Like I can't, I, I want to get to the next episode. And the only part of his argument that I can kind of see is like the bad guys do feel a little shoot. Mostly Poison Ivy feels like they shoehorned her in there a little bit because um, you go from like one movie where. The crime boss is like giving Bruce like love, and then the next one he's like stealing his shit out of the table. Right. Um, so, yeah, Poison Ivy's character felt a little rushed. It's the only character I would say felt out of place to me. Uh, but even her character is like adds but like she, cool fight scene elements. Like. Yeah, and that's more in the you don't really see Poison Ivy until the very very end of this first part. Yeah. Um, no, she's more of the second part. Yeah. So so Batman goes through a whole bunch of people of like who could it be who could it be they go to visit calendar man in arkham asylum to help them um and he ends up believing that it's alberto who is falcone who's the roman falcone's son um because again like i said earlier he treats alberto like uh, shit like he's he went to an ivy league school supposedly he was a really smart guy he's a businessman but he's not a mobster and so he always kind of resents him for feeling like maybe he's not as strong as the rest of the family and so he, batman ends up thinking that it's alberto at the end of the movie it climaxes on a boat um where falcone i think it's falcone I don't remember who's throwing the party, but there's a big party happening, um, and he 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 and Selena both uh, corner Alberto, and Alberto ends up getting shot by the Holiday, um, who ends up obviously not being fucking Holiday uh, uh, Alberto, um, and Batman is at a loss of like I don't know what to do. I've lo- I've not made the right choice at every corner through this whole thing. 
And so Alberto ends up falling into the ocean and getting cut up by the fucking blades of the boat, and that's kind of a wrap. The cliffhanger is uh, Batman attending Alberto's funeral and Falcone asking him to help him launder money and kind of go into business with him, and that's where we meet Ivy, where she essentially, I think she likes drugs. I don't know how her powers work. She, like, drugs him or some shit, and so yeah, you see like, vines come out and she's attack in control Batman. Yeah, and that's how it ends, so... Um, I, I think it's a good first part. I think it's a it, it, yeah for sure. I think I think you like you said. Calendar Man ends up being aside from Joker, who I think is the best villain. <laughs> yeah. Calendar Man ends up being that kind of voice of bad guy reason. <laughs> yeah, like he his character's integral in what's happening. Um, and you start to see this slow decline of Harvey be essentially being like I can't help the city that I want to help being confined to being a cop. And having this, like, other thing growing underneath that, like, you're not letting on about because you can't. Right. Um, that way you will discuss in the second episode. <laughs> but, yeah, that's where we're at in the first one. Uh, Alberto dies. Batman gets taken over, essentially, by, uh, by what's her name? Poison Ivy. Poison Ivy. Um, and that's pretty much I it. I thought it was at the beginning of the next episode, but it might be at the end. No, that's at the end of this first one. In a post-credit scene. Oh, I didn't see that. I didn't see it. Yeah, because in the very beginning of the second ep- second uh, movie, he's already under her control. See, that's the only part that I felt like they kind of jumped right into. So if there's like a post-credit scene, I didn't see that leads you to it. Yeah, then I don't even feel. I don't <laughs> even have that great. I just didn't watch it. <laughs> so. Come back for the next time. Uh, what did you give it? I don't know. We didn't rate it. What did you give it? I'm in the nine, like low nineties. I was going to give it an 89. So, yeah, probably 92s, 94, somewhere in there. So, 93. So, we gave it a 91. <laughs> Which, if you look back, is way better than we collectively gave the Batman. Well, I mean, you fucked that up. <laughs> it's, it's garbage. <laughs> it's pure garbage. <laughs> What I say? We gave it a 92. All right. So, uh, TOTLB.com, we're here at the end of the episode. Go check out the next episode, which talks about the second part of this movie. Um, otherwise, like I said, TOTLB.com. You can find us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, all of those things. We're shooting the calendar today. Um, so, you should be able to find that here anytime now as well. Um, until next time when we talk about the long Halloween part two, I've been Juan. I'm Doyle. And we will catch you guys later. Bye. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Patreon, and YouTube for behind-the-scenes information and more content! Thinking Outside the Long Box is a barren space production! Ah!